0: Hi everyone, I'm Laverne McKinnon and welcome to the Moonshot Mentor Podcast, a place where I share stories, insights, and tools to help you achieve your dreams. Today I'm sharing a great parable about a Buddhist monk and how that links up to my people-pleasing tendencies and getting triggered when I'm misunderstood. This topic was inspired by many of my clients, listeners, and readers who have expressed a lot of frustration, upset, and hurt because their words and actions have been misinterpreted or misconstrued. If you're also a people-pleaser, keep listening. I offer up a tool to work through the trigger to help you reconnect with your center. So as I mentioned, I heard this great parable about a Buddhist monk who lived peacefully in a small village. He was revered by all until one day a young woman told her parents that the monk was the father of her unborn child. The parents were so outraged and they went to the monk telling him how he was a despicable human being. The monk replied, is that so? A year later, the young woman revealed that she had lied about the monk being the father of her child. The parents went to the monk and apologized profusely for accusing him of being a bad person. They were so ashamed of what they said and how it caused the village to turn on the monk. The monk replied, is that so? I cannot stop thinking about this expression, is that so? Every day since I heard the story, As a recovering people-pleaser, I struggle mightily with the inner drive to anticipate what people want and need and to give it to them before they ask. I am hyper diligent on how my words and actions impact people and will turn myself into a pretzel to be pleasing. Would I inevitably step in it, I apologize publicly, and then I beat myself to shreds privately. My people-pleasing links to the fear I hold of being misunderstood and it's frequently stopped me from setting and achieving goals because I don't want to be judged negatively. My brain spins with thoughts like they'll think I'm overreaching, they'll wonder who I think I am, they'll laugh at me. And what's really ridiculous is that I don't even know who they are. They're just these magical, mystery people inside of my head. On the flip side, I have to confess that I have participated in gossip about other people. It's not something that I'm proud of. I have judged others for going after jobs that I perceived as a stretch or questioning someone's ability to execute on a big idea. There was this one time where I judged a colleague for asking for a raise, thinking she would never get it, and was flummoxed when she did. It obviously had nothing to do with her. It was a reflection of my own insecurities about standing up for my self-worth because I was afraid to be misunderstood as being greedy and not grateful. So I'm asking myself three questions right now. How can I get to a place where my response to potentially being misunderstood is, is that so? How can I get to a place where my reaction to people's fondness or appreciation for me is, is that so? What's the path to being so aligned with my values and purpose that I'm not demotivated or motivated by what people think of me? These questions are critical because my ability to achieve my goals and live authentically is being deterred by what others are saying or what I believe people may be thinking about what I'm doing. Hard truth time. When you're looking to hit a moonshot, you're putting yourself in a tender, vulnerable spot. The nature of a moonshot means you're going to be uncomfortable and you will experience failure. As a result, you may want sage advice or counsel. You may thrive on collaboration. You may want to learn about best practices or have informational interviews. So you're thrust into a position of exposure that triggers people pleasing was also tricky, and this is a hard truth. When you ask people for their support and their thoughts, they're typically honored and they get invested in what you're doing. They've got skin in the game. You've put them into an elevated position, and if you don't follow their counsel, they may get upset or judge you. It's a rare individual who can truly offer insight and remain detached from the outcome. I was recently misunderstood, and it triggered me for a couple of weeks, and I could not stop ruminating about it, The thoughts just kept going over and over and over in my head. I was replaying events, and I was trying to figure out ways to clear the air and rewrite the narrative that I believed was being weaved. And I also was really hurt and outraged that my integrity was being questioned. My people-pleaser self was shamed and humiliated. When I was able to slow down and unpack what had happened, I realized, once again, that my way out of the trigger was to identify the values being stepped on. So the first value was... There was no sense of curiosity from this other person. I was told I did something wrong, but they never asked, hey, I think this thing happened, what's your take? I was left holding their impression of me with no opportunity to counter. Second, hand-in-hand with curiosity is the value of teamwork, which for me includes having someone's back. This person didn't have my back. It came to my attention that their assessment that I did something wrong was discussed by that person with other people. They never came to me first with curiosity. The third value that was stepped on is grace. I really do believe that we're all doing the best we can, operating under unknown stress and anxiety. Instead of reprimanding someone before leaning into curiosity and teamwork, grant them grace. So if I'm going to walk my talk, I need to lean into curiosity, teamwork, and grace. Right now, I don't have access to the person who misunderstood me so that I can honor my values of curiosity and teamwork. But I do have access to grace. I have a sense the stress and anxiety that this person is under, but the truth is I don't really know and circumstances are going to keep me in a place of not knowing, which makes me completely nuts. I want closure, but this is real life and closure is not always available. So let me go back to my value of grace. I can find compassion and empathy for myself and this other person by believing that we're both doing the best that we can. There may be a time when we can discuss this misunderstanding, or maybe not. However, I can still project goodwill. By honoring my value of goodwill, I'm finding a path towards, is that so? Maybe with more feedback, I would discover that I was wrong, but that's not really the issue here. The issue is that I retreated when I felt misunderstood. I was not quote-unquote pleasing, so I stopped working towards my goal. If I was able to respond with, is that so?, It would free me up to keep moving forward, to honor my values, and not get caught up in the pain of being displeasing. This expression, is that so, opens a pathway for me to not buy into someone else's thoughts of me, regardless of whether they are positive or negative. When I'm able to say, is that so, I'm free to live my purpose and values and not engage in people-pleasing, which veers me away from what's truly unique and important to me. That's it for today. I'd love to know, when have you been misunderstood? What values were trumped on? And if there's been no closure, how are you feeling about being misunderstood? Drop me a comment or reach out to me at MoonshotMentor.com or follow me on social media at Moonshot Mentor on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And please subscribe. It will help me hit my moonshot. Thanks so much for listening.